0: They answered and said to him, You were totally born in sin and are trying to teach us? Then they threw him out. Hmm. I've been reading through this gospel a number of times, preparing for this weekend. The more I read it, the more I am convinced it is both a serious story and a humorous story. In fact, I think it is rather hilarious and serious at the same time. Here is the main point of of the humor. So a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He replied, If he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know is that I was blind and now I see. This man means Jesus. So the Pharisees are already condemning Jesus, but it is a sham and a joke. As you read a little bit further, the former blind man reminds them, that he already told them how he was healed. I find this hilarious and at the same time tragic for the Pharisees. The blind man's response to them really gets at the heart of the problem of the Pharisees who fought Jesus. Again, the man answered and said to them, This is what is so amazing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, But if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. How much more to the point can this former blind man be? He nails their objections to the wall. Then we have the quote that that I made at the beginning of, of today which ended with them dismissing him throwing him out of the synagogue but there's another interesting humorous point jesus pursues the guy and tells him that he is the one who is trying to bring judge who is to bring just judgment to the world and then jesus issues a challenge to everyone so that those who do not see might see and those who do see might become blind why is this humorous This sets up the final confrontation. Now, an important question that is not answered by the reading is, are these the same Pharisees who kicked the former blind man out of the synagogue? Did they follow the former blind man out of the synagogue and track him down as he was tracked down by Jesus? If so, it really makes their objections laughable. Why is it such a problem for humans to see and believe in miracles? I'm going to suggest that the main reason it is a problem is because it upsets our status quo. When a miracle breaks onto the scene, it upsets the flow that people are expecting. Despite what many people say, they do not like a messy faith, a messy encounter with God. Yet that is exactly what we get when we start trying to encounter a God who has chosen to encounter us, as Jesus did the blind man. God has chosen to reveal himself to us in such a way that it demands a response from us. Look at Jesus' response when he found the man after he was thrown out of the synagogue. Do you believe in the Son of Man? The blind man answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him. The one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe. And he worshipped him. Now we come to the most serious point of the story. It is where the blind man makes his declaration of faith. It is also where Jesus begins his confrontation of those who do not believe. This is where we come to the most serious point for us. Do we believe in miracles? We are here today because one of the greatest miracles is going to happen on the altar in just a few moments. The bread and the wine will cease being just bread and wine. They will become the body and blood, soul and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are physically blind to this miracle because visibly there are no changes. Does that mean nothing is happening? Absolutely not. It is the most profound miracle that happens on earth in our day or in the past nearly 2,000 years or that will happen until the end of time. And it is hard for us to see it in the best of times. This weekend and next weekend, we have young people receiving their first communion, first at St. Thomas More, then next weekend at St. Joan of Arc. Our physical eyes are blinded to the miracle, but our spiritual eyes need to be open wide to behold this simple and profound miracle that happens at every Mass. (laughs) It is always an amazing wonder to watch the joy on the little, little children's faces as they come for the first time Receive Jesus. Do they fully understand? Do any of us, including myself, understand fully the mystery of the Eucharist? We do not come here blindly to something that is not known to us, but if any of us are honest, we have to admit that sometimes when we come, we come better prepared than other times. Sometimes our spiritual eyes are shut so tight because of the world that we cannot even sense the presence of God. Other times our our spiritual eyes are wide open and we realize the joy and the wonder of this simple and most profound miracle. Is this gospel story humorous? Is it serious? Is it tragic? It is all of these and more, because here is one of the most important promises Jesus gives us. Then Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment so that those who do not see might see and those who do see might become blind. And if you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you are saying, we see, so your sin remains. Jesus, you healed the man of of blindness to show the glory of God to us. Help us remain so blind so often, to see and understand what you have promised to do for us. Help the young people of our parishes to grow in their understanding of your Eucharistic presence as they receive their first communion these next two weekends. Also, Lord, help us to finish this Lent in a way that we, that will make us see you in Easter glory with the spiritual eyes that you have given us, that one day we will be able to see you in your glory with our own Resurrected eyes. Amen.